The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken. It's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problems. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN and uh, live down in South Florida as well on uh, WFTL News Radio News Talk 850. Thanks for joining us. This is the show where money meets politics. Always an open mic session. If you want to join us, 1 800 616 9236. Again, 1-800-616-9236. If you're in the area or outside the area, always a free call on Star 930 on the cell phone, Star 930. And uh, if you're local, 803-0930. If you'd like to text us, the text board is up and running. 3930 is the text line, 30930. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you today. We're coming coming fresh off of Sandy Beach yesterday, so we already warmed up. (laughs) <laughs> Filling in for the great Sandy Beach yesterday. Yeah, a great so time yesterday. Thank you to Tim Wanger for allowing us to do so. Absolutely. We, um, we're we going to continue kind of what we talked about yesterday. For those that caught us on Sandy Beach, uh, we were talking yesterday about some of the uh, New York politicians, you know, locally here. We're not going to talk about as much of that again, uh, but we are going to continue talking about the Democrat uh, presidential candidates and specifically their biggest idea for the economy. So, this, uh, what is this, uh, Quartz, I guess, Quartz.com. This, real uh, real thinkers, these folks. Real deep real, thinkers. Real outside-the-box you know, type of strategies to really get this economy rolling again. I mean, some of these pro ideas. Pro-growth type stuff. Yeah, real pro, real good <laughs> stuff, Mike. Real, real good. good stuff. And this is the best idea. Right, this is plastic bag idea stuff. This is, that's, that's, yeah. that's the kind of, you know, This is This is waving traffic tickets for certain people, best idea. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what this is. <laughs> By the way, this is de Blasio, we, no hot dogs. After we ideas. filled in for Beach, yeah. Uh, we uh, had a bunch of appointments yesterday, but then we actually met with a potential new financial planner yesterday mm-hmm. at, yep. afternoon, and we were just talking about the total incompetence of folks, uh, specifically the politicians here in Western New York. I mean, oh, yeah. really, just something special. Oh, yeah. It's a special type of stupid. It really is. Uh, I mean, you look at like a Patrick Burke, and it's a special type of stupid, right? When I, you're I, focused on plastic bags, when you're focused on, you know, parking ticket relief act. For, you know, so we're going to set up a panel to determine who's going to pay the parking ticket, who's not going to pay. That's a special kind of dumb. Really, truly it, is. You, it is. You don't see that in other areas. I'm telling you, folks. Like we have an office down in Florida. We travel quite a bit down there, and you don't see that type of stupidity down there. You really don't. I, I just 
I guess we're blessed because we have plenty of material here for always for Forever. News Radio 930 WBEN. And for those of you listening in South Florida and, and you hear some of the stuff that happens up in here, no way. No, no. You mean to tell me you got the lowest poverty rates in Erie County, among the lowest poverty rates in the country, and they're focused on plastic bags or paper bags to get your groceries out of a Tops or a Wegmans or a Walmart so we don't have a Publix up here? But Yes, that's what they're focused on. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So let's just let's just take a, a cruise around the state real quick for those of you that are are not in in Western New York. So we have our local county executive, Mark Polencars, who, despite having the fourth highest poverty rate in the country in Buffalo, is focused on banning plastic bags and spending twenty million dollars to get Wi-Fi out to the rural areas. Mm-hmm. So those that live in the country, now, mind you, my 4G on my phone, Works you know, I fine. live in Alden, right? Yeah. Now, Alden's the country, mm-hmm. right? It's out in the country, yeah. right? You're yeah. in Alma. Yeah, you got a lot know. of property. Now, yeah. there's high speed out there, but, sure. you know, anywhere I go hunting across New York yeah. State, pretty much anywhere in Erie County, I can get a cell signal and I can access the internet yeah. via my cell phone. Just fine. But, no, whatever. You know, we're going to spend $20 million yeah. as opposed to, you know, giving it to help uh, kids somehow or, or create programs, anti-poverty programs. Yeah. No, 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 no. High-speed internet. That's important. Yeah. How about so we, that's polling how, how about How about we take the $20 million? Train kids how to weld. Yeah, there electricians. You there right? you go. I don't know. Just a thought. So that's, that's but our that would be exactly. jobs. That's a nasty word. No, no. Jobs. You don't want that. They, they want don't, don't forget, by the way, as we're on the subject, the, the, he, uh, makes, he's making sure that climate change is a priority, right? Oh, yeah. So supporting the Paris climate change here in Erie County, Super yet important. being driven around by multiple SUVs right. and then being guarded by folks with guns. Because exactly. apparently liberals like guns as long as they're protecting them. Exactly. Now, they protect my family or your family back. No, no. No. Bad. Mark's family, good. We have to rely on them. Yeah. So that's polling cars. So now we have two of our local assemblymen, right? The New York State Assemblymen, Sean Ryan and Pat Burke. Sean Ryan just chased Chick-fil-A mm. by threatening them yes. out of the airport, right? So they certainly he, don't need them doing business here in Western New York. Here's the reason. They're pro-traditional marriage. <gasps> God forbid! God forbid! They have an opinion, have a, opinion and a belief. Right. God forbid! So we're gonna right. we're gonna go ahead and you know, it's okay in Western New York to discriminate against an organization because of religious beliefs. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Fine. If you're in Western New York, uh, uh, we have then well, Pat Burke. We just talked about well, Pat. unless they don't believe in those religious beliefs, right? Well, so that's it, exactly. Yeah. So yes, like, exactly. if you were, if we, if if it was the opposite, right? And we said, well, they were. You know, didn't uh, agree with gay marriage, or they agreed with gay marriage, and you said, "Well, you know what? I'm not going to let you in the airport." There would, there would be no, no way. It would be it. how how could you offend somebody, right? And by the way, we're not saying we're for or against it. We're just saying it's ridiculous that you would even, you know, tell a company what to do, right? I mean, yeah. look at you don't want you don't believe in what they're doing. Don't buy their chicken. Right. Don't buy their chicken. Don't, don't pay, stop yeah. by there. Right. No, can't uh, have apparently that. it doesn't bother not lots of liberals. people because they are the they are the That's fastest right. growing you know retail fast food place in the country as yep. far as i can see no here's the way it works for liberals if they don't like something they want to ban it yeah they want it gone right right it's like it's like radio i'll give you an example we're on beach yesterday and after the show i had a chance after all the meetings late in the evening i was going back to twitter and i'm seeing some of these folks don't ever listen to be sandy beach is a racist don't ever listen <laughs> i've but the, and the financial guys are in for them right now Filling you're in. listening you i don't even know what to say <laughs> right you're listening now financial you're, guys but these these guys are even right, nastier than right, speech right right but <laughs> i listen to it for three hours uh, don't do it <laughs> you're listening now you're listening now it just amazes me like i don't so if if they don't like something like right. chick-fil-a they want it banned right? right if i don't like chick-fil-a here's the thing i don't like chipotle right right 
Not a big fan. Yeah. Not because I have anything against them. No. I just don't like them that much. Okay. You know, part of it was making people sick, giving them like the virus. Yeah, yeah. that was part of it for me. Okay. But you know what? I didn't try to ban them. No. I just don't go. No. You know, I, here's another thing. I, I don't I, like NPR. I don't like. <gasps> I, don't I don't listen. I don't like the view. I don't send them nasty. I just there don't watch go. them. Just don't watch it's them. Very simple, off, right? Very simple. But not in not yeah. in Western New York. So that's that's Sean Ryan. Now we have Pat Burke. By the way, Pat, if you're listening, I did send you a tweet yesterday, so I know you saw it. If you want to call in, I, you, he was lamenting that Sandy Beach cut him off. And it was look, you you said enough. You, <laughs> listen, let me tell you this, Pat. You were lucky Sandy cut you off just, because you were making a complete fool just, out of yourself. Just the thought of proposing that is such a joke. It's I will tell you funny. what, though, if you want to call into this show yeah, over we'll, the next two hours, we're here till three. Yeah, we'll let you talk. We'll let you want. talk, and then we won't interrupt you. You can finish your entire statement on what this is, and then we'll, we'll we will politely ask you questions. Yeah. Here's the thing I want you to think about, though, if you dare call the show, Pat is why not just lower the fines, surcharges, fees, and taxes for everybody? This guy, for those of you listening in Florida, what this guy wants to do is give some bureaucrat the authority to decide whether or not if you get a speeding ticket and you can't pay it, if, if you can have a payment plan or if they can waive some of the fees right. or we'll waive, waive it all the together. fines or, or waive it all together. Yeah. And it's based on... I guess discretion of the judge or the bureaucrat, you know, for those that are struggling. The best part was he goes on to say it's not just about the poor, Sandy. He was could talking be. to Sandy. It's not just about State's the poor. State's so messed up. Could be everybody. Yeah, it could be everybody. <laughs> it could be you and me that are struggling to pay our bills. <laughs> Bingo, Pat. Bingo. The state is so expensive. The light bulb just went off, huh? <laughs> Ding. Wow. Anyway, if you want to call here, it's Pat, impossible for everybody to stay here. No kidding. Yeah. By so, the way, I saw in Florida they've actually just passed some legislation that uh, teachers can now show up to school with a gun. Oh, yeah. Right? They can carry concealed. Yeah, they carry yeah. concealed, which is great. So, so then, but yet another reason. What, what's that? That's another U-Haul truck. Oh, oh there it goes. Okay. There yep. it goes. So <laughs> that was, so that's Pat Burke, a New York State Assemblyman. Now we go to the uh, the governor's right hand, right? Uh, 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 Hochul, right? Is that right? <laughs> Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul. What is, yeah. it? is she vice governor? What is that? Sure. What's that position? <laughs> Lieutenant governor. <laughs> Lieutenant governor. Lieutenant governor, right? Sure. Kathy Hochul. <laughs> Talking about Solar City, which is the worst deal in Pop the world. <laughs> she goes, well... We didn't. Here's the good news. The, the, the question from the reporter, which is a great we, question, we should, was, we should play that again. We, that, maybe, that, maybe we that should. Actually, warrants it was another, pretty good. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to go back and yeah. find it. We'll play it in the next segment. But yeah. she goes. Basically, the question was, well, are you concerned about Solar City fulfilling the commitment to New York State after they just lost seven hundred million dollars in the first quarter? Oh no, not really. she says, not really no, at all. No. I'm not concerned about it. Here's the thing: we were smart up front. <laughs> we didn't actually sign the deal with Solar City. It was with a different company. Oh, oh, good. Genius. McDonald's? No. <laughs> they signed Procter and Gamble? No. Who co-signed for the loan, yeah. Kathy? For, uh, for those of you listening in Florida, they signed a deal with the subsidiary of Solar City, now owned by Tesla, right? Yeah. That has no assets, no balance sheet. No, no money. No, so no, guess what? No track record of making any money. Buffalo built a billion-dollar facility that's basically half vacant and gave it, handed it over to Elon Musk, sold, who, by the way, is a billionaire. Sold, by the way, to the local taxpayers that it was yeah. a Tesla facility, that they were going to build groundbreaking technology, yeah. the best solar panels that would change the world. By the way, the demand for solar panels is now down 30%. And Tesla themselves had said... The only way we're going to get out of the mess we're in is through selling automobiles, which their track record of selling and delivering automobiles is absolutely pitiful. Right. But in no way, shape, or form is the, quote, solar panel the way out of this. So hey, they're, they're, bye, bye-bye. 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 Oh, God. Oh, God. Bye-bye. There goes a billion dollars. Now who, now who said that? Oh, yeah. 
Everybody in Erie County with a brain. Yes. Everybody in Erie County with a brain. Especially the financial yeah. guys. Uh, two more things. We have uh, de Blasio. He's, uh, he's going to ban hot dogs in New York City and require all new construction of, uh, of skyscrapers to be solid concrete. <laughs> Could we back up for a second? She also said, by the way, she's not concerned at all. I no. mean, they, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> if they don't have 15 to 1,490 people or something like that by next year, we're going to claw back a $40 million. Oh, yeah. There's which a is, big clawback from 2 or 3% of the yes. overall mix. It's, it's, it's like Less than 4%. Good work. Yeah, yes. 3%. Work. There you go. And so you're going to claw back 3% yep. from what? You're going to get blood from a stone? I mean, That's good right. luck with that. It's going to go absolutely nowhere. And then even have Mayor Brown, which, you know, Mayor, look, at, I, I don't mean to be harsh on him. He's done some good stuff, meaning he's tried to stay out of the way. But yeah. he's like, well, you know, look, I'm optimistic. I mean, this Elon Musk, he's pretty creative. Oh, boy, is he. No, the best part oh, from boy, Byron is Brown. He, this he is, is our creative. I like Byron, actually. Yeah. I think he's a good guy. He really is. I think you come into politics, could use some work. Yeah. But I think for the most part, he was smart I, enough to to fix some of the permitting issues and and, and yeah. stand aside and let well, things happen. The control board did help. That out was a lot. big deal. Yeah. But here's what he said yesterday or whatever day it was. They were doing the thing. He goes, well, I believe in solar. I I think that the, the Earth really <laughs> needs solar. Yeah, the Earth does need the sun. I will agree with you there, Byron. No I, doubt. No so doubt. So that, that sums up our provides Western a, New York delegation. Provides a bunch of vitamins yeah. for a lot of people. That's what we have to deal with in Western New York, folks. That's what we get. For those of you down uh, in Florida, that's what we get. Yes. If you want to join us here again, 803-0930-STAR-930 and 1-800-616-9236. A lot of people have been complimentary of Byron, and, I, and I, I'm sure he seems like a nice enough guy. He's been a total empty suit. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. That's good. That's uh, what you want. Well, Just stay out of the way. Just yeah, stay out of the way. Yes and no. The only part that I disagree with is the school system. The school system's been a miserable failure and he has as the mayor and specifically when it comes to the inner city somebody needs to step up with a set of stones and say okay enough is enough yep. enough is enough you they know had that guy. 30 they yeah. kicked him off remember? yeah carl paladino yeah yeah <laughs> carl was the only one with a set of stones and but yeah. he was such a threat to them because you know they were afraid that uh, well we're all in for the children really well if you're in it for the children you're doing a really crummy job yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you you're in it for your pensions you're in it for no you know not losing your salary that's what you're in it for because if you cared one ounce about the children you would have said hey carl can we have a a, a really long conversation about your ideas and we're going to take them serious not going to say we're going to agree with everything but this is broken we are going to listen to you and spend a little time and try to figure this mess out instead they just lied he was a racist and you know pushed him out of yep exactly and then seat and they go right back to yep. the same old same old same old user. yeah but they so got, what you got, got what you got you that's got what, what we you get. want yeah keep it up great that's what we get so anyway so if you want to join us again 8030930 star 930 go to the phones after the break i will play that uh that kathy hokel clip again and uh, we will go to the text board 30930 one of the questions that came in can you explain to me why trump's so-called trickle-down economy Economy, corporate welfare uh, will have a long-term positive benefits on the middle class. So first of all, well, I will explain this yeah. after the break. Where it's not corporate welfare. I was though, just going to so say, it. number one, it's not corporate welfare. Big difference. Yeah. We'll talk about corporate welfare. Yeah, we're not a big fan. We don't of like that it either. either so. I'd be honest with you. Yeah. And, and 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 we just talked about Tesla being one of the biggest with Solar City. So yeah. we'll talk about that. When we come back from the break and, and really explain, you know, what trickle down, better known as supply side economics is really all about and how it works. And it does work, by the way. So yeah. those that say, ah, oh, Hillary Clinton, it's never worked. It doesn't work. Yeah. Trickle-down economics work for her. Is, is what took the Dow from 1,000 to yeah. 10,000. Yeah. By it, the way, tr trickle-up uh, is, 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 is look at Venezuela. See right. how it's working yeah, out in so places that have tried that. Anyway, all right, Tim, you're up on deck when we come back. We'll explain the uh, the whole tr uh, trickle-down uh, theory and, and also explain the difference between that and corporate welfare. If you want to join us again, 803-0930 on Star 930. If you need us throughout 
throughout the week, folks. Again, we do manage money for a living. You can reach us through our website as far as, as long as uh, as as well as catch up on all of our social media stuff by going to our website at financialguys.com. You can also call us at the office locally here in Western New York, 633-1515. If you're down in Florida and want to meet with one of our investment professionals, uh, or Mike and I, we're back and forth quite a bit. You can always, again, call the office. Our number in Florida is 561 614 2000 561 or again go to our website financialguys.com all right very short break glenn wiggle mike lomas we'll be right back here on news radio 930 wben it's a write-off for them how is it a write-off they just write it off <laughs> write it off what jerry all these big companies they write off everything you don't even know what a write-off is <laughs> do you no i don't <laughs> but they do and they're the ones writing it off. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys, live here on News Radio 930. WBEN is also on uh, News Talk 850 down in South Florida. A couple of texts to read through real quick. you, you got to love it. Uh, let's see here. We're going to get to the, uh, the trickle down in a second. You two should move out of the state. People who call others dumb are, in my experience, compensating for their own shortcomings. Uh, we'll call uh. them, you know what? We'll call them smart. Yeah. Cause yeah. You, I don't know why people like that listen. You know, what's really Turn dumb Turn the channel. That's I just right. said this. That's right. You know, what's I right? just said How many of are dumb again? Look, you know, what's really dumb is to listen to a show that you disagree right. with and, and then text in, right? Look, you can't, That's really dumb, can to you, be honest with can, you. Can you tell me how, how fighting <laughs> you know, plastic bags and, 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 and spending that, $20 million on, on high-speed internet for rural areas right. is more important kicking, than kicking child Chick-fil-A poverty? When we have ch- kicking, kicking Chick-fil-A out? Kicking Chick-fil-A out when we have the highest poverty levels in the country here in Western New York and a desperate need to build out infrastructure, buildings yeah. like yeah. that, architectures, plumbers, electricians, welders. These are all people that get hired if Chick-fil-A moves in there, right? Yeah. I, is that smart? <clears throat> okay, no. I, that, no, it's no. dumb. I'm going to call a spade. It's, it's dumb. Right. This it's is dumb, a, you know what dumb, it is? dumb. You know what it is about Western New York and, and the politics is, and, and all, all New York State? I think they, they, they do this stuff to distract from the absolute disastrous sure economic do. scenario. They got right? the, well, look if at, we're look fighting at, plastic look, bags, you're forgetting that we're the fourth highest yeah. poverty rate for children in the country. Look, right? at the, look at the economic plan. We talked about this yesterday on Beach. We'll get, hopefully we'll get to it today. Look at the economic plan. The, the quote, you know, star plan for the liberals, and the, uh, whether it's Sanders or uh, Camilla Harris or, uh, um, what is it, Andrew Yang. I mean, mm-hmm. these people are, they, they don't, they just totally incompetent. They're intellectually totally, bankrupt. They're, totally they're, they're incompetent. They're economically I mean, illiterate. No ideas on how to stimulate economic growth. None. 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 I mean, you're talking about giving away a U.S. Treasury bond to people? Really? Well, some of these are even worse. <laughs> I mean, we, wait till, we wait till we read some of the rest of these. I mean, uh, they're, they're insane. I mean, they're it's, insane. it's unreal. I mean, Bernie Sanders, give away everything? Right. I mean, what does, does any, do any of you liberals who listen to this show because it's a trainer for you, do you ever think, just for once in your brain, Who's going to pay for that? But as soon as do you, you, do propose... you really are you do you really think yeah. that there's a magic tree somewhere or a wand that it is that you can wave and the money goes poof and it's there? I yep. mean, you, you, and, and by the way, I'm sick of hearing you tax them one percent. You can take all their money and it pays for very little. It yep. doesn't work. Ask France how a ninety percent tax rate worked for them. Yep. How did it work? Guess how? Guess what happened? Everybody left. Mm-hmm. They left, 
and there was no money. It's not working. Proof is New York State. We continue to raise taxes, regulations, taxes, regulations, taxes, which to me are one and the same, and people, more people move away. And once again, we have a budget shortfall this year of $2.3 billion. Yep. But that's okay. They can't figure it out. But Como gave himself a 40% raise for yeah. such a great can't job. Can't well figure done. it out. All right, real quick on trickle-down economics. Very simple. The idea is to stimulate suppliers, the supply side, by cutting taxes and giving people their own money back. Those typically are the at the top of, this, of, of the social economic, the top tax brackets, are typically the ones that are the business owners, the guys running the businesses. But the idea is is to incentivize production, incentivize supply. And the idea is that if, if the incentive to produce more is there because corporations or individuals that have businesses can have more money in their pocket, they will expand their business and produce more goods and services. When they produce more goods and services, the prices of those goods and services goes down. When the prices go down, it stimulates demand and people buy the goods and services. It actually has worked when you look at the 1980s and you look at supply-side economics by, by Ronald Reagan. We cut tax rates, not just for the wealthy. We cut them all across the board, okay? We cut them for all uh, tax brackets. The same thing we just did recently with, our, with, the, with the Trump uh, tax bill. Um, and it has worked. It was worked in the 80s. It, it started and kicked off one of the largest and longest expansions of the economic activity that this country has ever seen. And it's working again. We just had a, on yesterday 3.2% GDP numbers that came out. Ex expectation from these you know wizards of smart economists was only 2.5. So Oh, shock. Why? Well, guess what? He cut corporate tax rates to incentivize the production. It's called supply-side economics. And, and it works. It's different than corporate welfare, which one, I think we should talk one, about. On the other one side thing of the you mentioned is exactly right. One thing you mentioned there, and the key here is giving back their own money. Right. Giving back folks. So, so they've earned the money, right? We're not saying corporate welfare, which is very different. Totally disagree with it, number one, because most of the time the corporate welfare is. Oh, I'm getting a... Yeah, we're going to break. Kicking us out. All right, let's talk yeah. more about this on the other side of the break. I think the corporate welfare is important because we yeah. absolutely disagree Let's with talk that. more about corporate this. Corporate welfare is handing stuff uh, to businesses. I want to right. talk more about this because it's a good text, and I, I, I don't know if they're saying an aha with it, but we'll, really, it's a, it's a good educational moment. All right, we'll be right back. You've got the financial guys. You want to join us? 803-0930 on Star 930. Tim and Bob will get to you right after the break, I promise. Again, if you need us the week, folks, 633-1515, down in South Florida, uh, 561-614-2000. And, of course, visit our website at financialguys.com. We'll be right back here in News Radio 930 WBEF. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Len Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN and sell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back, Financial Guys, live here on News Radio 930, WBEN. And we're going to go to the phones, as I mentioned, in just a second. If you want to join us, 1-800-616-9236. Big difference. I just explained uh, supply-side economics, better known as trickle-down economics, or however you want to swap that around. Uh, and it does work. It's it's been you know the the other economic theory that the, uh, the country is subscribed to in the past would be Keynesian economics. 
Keynesian economics is using government money, that's what Obama tried to do, to spur economic growth by spending a ridiculous yeah, shovel-ready project, remember, that weren't shovel-ready, and we yep. still have and no guess proof what? as to what was actually and, done or accomplished. So we spent a bunch of money, we spent a it trillion dollars, and do it didn't really do a thing. Let, no. let me just, just add this, wrap, wrap it up. You know, uh, the, there's a big difference between returning corporations' own money, so they have earned the wealth, right? Uh, we'll use Apple as an example, and this is so important as to why the tax cuts were really, truly important. Um, number one, we had the highest corporate tax rates in the world. Both Democrats and Republicans, by the way, mainly agreed with cutting the corporate taxes after rounds and rounds of education of telling these Democrats, hey, look, here's what's happening. We're at a 40% corporate tax rate, and we're collecting zero from these corporations. I mean, there's only how many times can you tell a liberal we are collecting zero? 40% corporate tax rates, we're collecting zero, Right. They bring the corporate tax rates down to 20. Apple Computer, by the way, a very liberal company. No secret to that, right? They supported Obama, Steve Jobs, big Obama supporter, right? Bring the corporate tax rates from 40 to 20. Apple Computer says, guess what? We're bringing back $240 billion, which should create roughly 20,000 jobs in this country. That's why it's important. Very big difference from corporate welfare. Corporate welfare is, hey, you know what? I'm going to take money out of Mike and Glenn's pocket, yeah. and I'm going to give it to a company that I feel, right. that whether they've earned it or not. And really clearly, we can see in New York why that's always a typically always a miserable failure. I, in fact, to be honest with you, I haven't really found any success stories no. when it well, comes to government let's, handouts. Let's go through it. Solar City. Yeah. Right, it's going to fail. Solyndra, Enerone. I mean, how many examples do yeah. we need? Yeah, the Syracuse, the Syracuse uh, vacant building right. now that was a, uh, I don't, I've had yeah. a few hundred million dollars they gave them the in movie Syracuse. Theater thing? To, oh no, you're talking about no, the uh, no, other another, green energy another company. Another green energy yeah, company, yeah. yeah. So that's corporate welfare. Corporate welfare is basically and we totally giving disagree money. With it. Totally, totally disagree with it, right? Yeah. Totally disagree. And by the way, you don't need to do that if you just no. read. If you have the corporate tax rates. At a place where where corporations can make money and they can keep most of their money, they'll pay their fair share of taxes, and you know, and and you know, everybody's yeah. happier. You don't need to do all those things. That's right. New York, by the way, has to has to do that. Why? To. Why? Because Florida has no state income tax. If I if I own a widget company and I and I'm uh, Florida, New York, Florida. Oh wait a minute, I can keep ten percent more of my money. Yep. The property taxes are lower down there, and you're not going to beat me up with all the ridiculous regulations. Okay, I'm moving there. So New York to offset that type of stupidity has to say hey guess what we'll give you a million dollars to move here to offset the stupidity it's really amazing that liberals cannot figure this out should corporations be at a zero percent tax well maybe maybe because many of those corporations by the way of course they all they hire employees those employees pay payroll taxes they pay their own taxes if the owners are going to take a distribution out of the corporation they're going to pay taxes but you know okay maybe it's not zero it can't be 100%. We know it shouldn't be 40 because corporations were leaving and not bringing their money back here. Right. So right. it's got to be somewhere in between. That's right. But returning their own money, very different than corporate welfare. Absolutely. And, and incentivizing via tax uh, you know, incentives, whether it be deductions or write-offs, that's okay. 
but I think we've abused it, right? Yes. So well, it got, you know, it's got so complicated. It's just so complicated. Yeah, I mean, the tax code is just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So that's that, that. By the way, is why General Electric is able to make forty billion dollars and pay zero. Yeah. See, I think for the most part, there's a lot of things that we as conservatives and and you as liberals potentially agree with, right? Yes. I think we both agree. Yeah. Stop giving corporations money. <laughs> right. Right. But there's a big difference between allowing yeah. them to keep more of what they earn, and there's the difference. You're confiscating somebody's money to give it to a company versus letting it's not why is it greed to want to keep you, the money you earn yourself yeah why is that great right. but no. it's it, not greed when you when, as a else's. politician to take no. somebody else's money and give it to you, you want yep. ridiculous all right let's go to the phones we'll welcome uh, first up here is tim and newfane hi tim how are you you're live with the financial guys thank you so much for being patient uh doing pretty good just trying to increase my carbon footprint so we can get warm change <laughs> yeah i know this global warming is brutal i mean every single get year you SUV can tell fired up. Cassio cortez said we got 12 years and i now believe it because well I mean, maybe ice age in the 12 yeah. years usually at this point we're only at, at you know 28 degrees we're now at 34 so tim go fire up that suv in your driveway just let it run for a couple right. hours we need it yeah. i don't even have a lot of hair and i use hairspray still uh, anyway <laughs> um Ever since Trump took office and imposed his policies, the value of stock has risen to $9.4 trillion. And now, and now um, as, as we know, the Democrats are proposing forgiving all student debt, student loan debt. Yes. Um, at what my- well, why would you not, right? I mean, it's not fair to charge a student who just spent five years of his life to get a liberal arts degree $250,000. Uh, you should pay for that, and so should I. Yeah. I'm not going to use the word dumb because I've already been criticized for it today, but that's pretty dumb. Yeah. So so what I'm thinking is if we get a – if Trump does not win re-election and we get Bernie Sanders in there. And Trump is walking in. Sanders wouldn't have a ch- chance. Yeah. Uh, not a chance. But this country is If we do, though, still, it's, it's, we're screwed. Yeah. It, no it, 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 look, the country Unless is, we win Congress. Look, the country is geographically conservative. People are voting with their feet. The states like California, New York are losing population. It's not because of the weather. It's because of the taxes. The states like Texas are going to continue to get stronger. You know, if, if the Democrats want to win, they're going to have to, you know, put up a moderate candidate. And it's going to have to truly be a moderate candidate. And is, is Joe Biden moderate? I don't know. Gropey Joe? I don't know. Gropey I, uh, Joe. I like that. I, I, I don't. <laughs> that's better than creepy Joe. <laughs> I think that's the term. I, I'm writing that down, I, Gropey I, Joe. I, I you know, I, it, does he have a shot? I don't know. He's pretty. He said some pretty insulting things to a lot of people, like, "Hey, every Seven Eleven's got an Indian worker in it." I don't know. I, <laughs> yes, uh, he did. Uh, you know, I, the 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 party is shifting. There's a a minority in that party that's driving it, and and it's certainly shifting that party to the left. But it's shifting the rest of the country away, right? And there's no secret. Donald Trump kicked the living daylights out of Hillary Clinton. That was the best yeah. candidate they had. Yeah. I mean, that the Clinton family. I don't family think, I don't is think the, Biden can get out of the primary. I don't no, think he's don't liberal think he enough. Will either. Tim, what do you think? What do you think about Biden? Well, oh, are you kidding me? He's well. He's. I think he's uh, brain damaged. I think didn't he have a brain brain operation or something? I, I think I don't know something to his brain. Let me ask you this. Um, do you like Creepy Joe or Gropey Joe better? <laughs> what do you think is a better term for him? Like Creepy Joe is like he's putting his hands on people all the time and kids and all that. Yeah. 
I like Gropey Joe. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Tim. Buddy. Don't worry about Bernie. He's not going anywhere. But thanks uh, for the call. We appreciate it. Eight oh three oh nine three oh. Bernie. Here's where Bernie's falling apart now. Bernie's <laughs> falling apart. So he cut his teeth on you know helping the poor and and pretending to be poor, right? But where he's falling apart is, you know, he's now a millionaire, a, a, a multi-millionaire, right, with multiple homes right. and an Audi, $140,000 Audi, and that's starting to not play real well with the, a lot of folks. Like, really? I didn't think that. I thought he was poor. I, I thought, in fact, you know, I thought it was immoral to run for any political office as a millionaire, right? I did. Who said that? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> that's easy to beat. Yeah, that, no that's, that's, that's not going anywhere. No doubt. All right. Well, he, although he is Santa Claus, though it is tough to beat Santa Claus. Yeah, no doubt. Right? Free college, free health care, free everything. Yeah, free everything. Tim, thank you for the call. Thanks, we buddy. appreciate it. Uh, real quick, text board twenty percent. As a taxpayer, I pay far more than twenty percent. How true. is that true? Uh, uh, you by know the way, what? Us too. We Us talked. Too. We talked about that yesterday, yeah. and I said I was extremely. I keep hearing Trump tax cuts. Uh, yeah, corporations got a great tax cut. I give it an A plus. It stimulated economic growth. The other side of the tax code stunk. Yeah. Awful. A little bit. A little Awful. Bit, a little bit. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, it's well, garbage. simplified some things, and it got a, li- a little yeah. bit, a it, little bit. Joke. But... They, you know what? The Republican Party should be ashamed of themselves. The first two years under Trump, absolutely ashamed of themselves. Yeah. I, I agree with you. If corp, And i, I got to be careful how I say this. Cor- I, I do not want to take away the corporate tax cuts. Right. Absolutely a positive, an A-plus-plus for the economy. But if Apple Computer can pay 20%, Mike and Glenn should be able to pay 20%. Joe Smith should be. If it's good you, for you, Apple Computer, right. it should be good for us. I don't want to take it away, right? It's like saying, well, you know, hey, look, right. it, I'm being abused by my spouse and you're not, so you should be abused by your spouse. No. No. I, I should fix my side of it. We right. should have fixed the other side. I was t- I was told that we were going to get big tax cuts. We didn't yeah. get big tax cuts. We well, got baby tax corporations cuts. Corporations got big tax cuts. Yeah. You want to really spur economic growth? Oh, yeah. Then, then yeah. You, you allow LLCs like ours. Yeah. You, you study so the Laffer curve those. and you, you max yep. out tax no rates doubt. at between 20 and 25%. You want to see an economy growing at 5 6% a year, which we have the potential. That's how you do it. All right, let's sneak in one more call. And then I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a very short break. And then we're going to go to Paul Meeks. Now, Paul Meeks is on our investment committee. He's a uh, colleague of ours. He works with our other investment arm of the company, Independent Solutions. He's on CNBC on a regular basis. And he's on the line. We're going to get to him in just a second. So, Paul... Uh, if you can hear me, keep keep holding if you could. We'll do a quick break. Before I do, though, let me sneak in Bob. So Bob in West Seneca. <laughs> Somebody texted know, it. Grope and change. campaign. Yes, grope and change. <laughs> wonderful. I, I should uh, uh, trademark that. It's classic. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. <laughs> we you should do that. All right, let's sneak in one real quick. Let's go to Bob in West Seneca who's been holding me for the break. Hey, Bob, how you doing? I'm doing good. Listen, I have a different uh, drink on this Chick-fil-A thing. I've been, first of all, I've been in this world for 78 years, and I see a lot of shysterism going on, shysterism. Okay. Now, I might, uh, I don't remember everything, but I think what happened, how many, just, do you guys know how many vendors were at uh, the airport? I don't know how many are going into the expansion. No. Okay. I think the vendors all got together and said, hey, if those guys come in, they're going to take all our business. we got to get rid of them. Well, that could be. I don't know. I mean, I, that's a possibility. Right? That's a possibility. I don't think that's necessarily the case, though. No. I mean, I, I don't. I think what happened was is that, you know, the, the, whether you're Catholic or Christian or, you know, it's like the world's favorite, you know, uh, 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 organization to beat up on. And apparently it's okay in Western New yeah. York, right? If you could discriminate against a company in Western New York 
for their religious beliefs. That's not right. right. Imagine if Chick-fil-A was owned by a, a family that was a Muslim family, but, which also, by the way, for the most part, support traditional marriage as opposed to gay marriage. Nothing wrong with that. That's what they support. That's what they want to support. That's what Christians and Catholics support. That's what Chick-fil-A supports. You can support whatever you want to support. But to now discriminate against a corporation because of their religious beliefs, I don't care what those beliefs are. If they were a, 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 an Islamic organization, I would, I would be having the same argument about uh, it. I just don't think it's right. I would be surprised if that's the case because most people in that industry understand, understand that there's a, 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 the law of numbers in that business, which means that you know the more uh, industry there is, the more same type of it. Look, there's a reason why a Burger King is always near McDonald's, right? They both do better. And I think exactly. that a Chick-fil-A, what would happen, not everybody likes Chick-fil-A. A lot of people do. But the fact is there's not a lot of places to eat in the Buffalo airport. So right. when, when you're thinking about bringing your family somewhere and you're leaving for a trip, oftentimes you think, well, there's not a lot of options inside the Buffalo airport, so I'll just pack you know, some goods. But what if, hey, I really like Chick-fil-A. Okay, you really like Chick-fil-A. Guess what? I'm going to now go to the Anchor Bar and grab some chicken wings. I mean, I think right. you'd be surprised that both places would do better. That's we right. always use the subway model as an example because in a previous life, decades ago, we owned some subway restaurants. If you study the subway model, the first five or six stores were not profitable. When they set up the seventh store, they realized that, okay, bah, now people are actually recognizing the name Subway, the other six became profitable. And the funny thing is, is you'll see sometimes a Subway not too far away from another Subway. Most of the times, uh, both of those Subways actually did higher numbers. So yeah. the first Subway was, you think, well, it's a threat. It's moving in down the street. Uh-uh. Yeah. Now it was, that's the destination. If you want Subway, there's two of them there. Don't be afraid. You won't have to stand in line. And exactly. both locations actually did better. Right. We'll never know for sure, though, Bob, but I think that's our theory. Yeah. But thank ask, you for the call. We appreciate ask it. Ask Vegas if they do better with more casinos there or yeah, less. Good point. Good point. <laughs> that's really right. I mean, people come to, you know, they go, they go to the food court, they go to Chick-fil-A. Oh, the line's super long. Yeah. Ah, I don't have time. Right. I'll grab the McDonald's. But, right? but they yeah. went there with the intentions of knowing sure. it was there yep. to say, you know what, I'm not going to eat because we're no going to eat Chick-fil-A. I, I just think the fact that they discriminate against an organization based yeah, on religious beliefs joke. is appalling. Totally. It's appalling. It's, it's appalling. terrible. It's terrible. All right. Let's, let's, can we skip the break? Can we do that? Uh, we're gonna you skip can the do whatever you want. We're gonna You're skip the break today. Yeah, we'll skip the break. <laughs> I want to skip the break because I want to go to Paul and I want to make sure we get enough time with him. Uh, so let's go to Paul Meeks again. For those that uh, are just tuning in, you know, we we do manage money for a living. This is a show where money meets politics, right? We're gonna blow off the break here, uh, but I'll give ourselves a plug. If you want to find out more information on us, go to the Financial Guys website at financialguys.com. We have a separate arm that's a, our kind of investment arm of the firm called Independent Solutions Wealth Management. And on Independent Solutions, we have 175 years of investment experience, uh, including two chartered financial analysts and two mutual fund managers, including Paul Meeks. Paul was uh, formerly the tech manager for Merrill Lynch. That's where he gained a lot of his fame. Paul has been on on a regular basis on CNBC. You're on almost weekly. You're on just past, past Wednesday, and you joined us for our podcast. And now here you are on the radio show. Thank you so much for joining us, I'm Paul. sorry. Can I plug yes. one thing, Paul? Oh, sorry, Two Paul, workshops. May 8th, Social Security Claiming Strategist. If you're retiring, you must think Social Security. We have certified experts. The next breakout at our office is May 8th, 633-1515, if you're interested in that. And if you're a veteran, May 18th, we will be doing our radio show live from our office, 1 to 3. But noon and 2 o'clock, we're going to have two separate breakouts to help veterans. You qualify for discounts and estate planning and all kinds of things. If you are a veteran, I encourage you to sign up. Pop by for an hour. You're going to learn all kinds of different things. 633-1515. That's May 18th. All right. 
Paul, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Did a great job on Wednesday, and uh, so let me start right there. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about on our, our podcast this week, and by the way, if you want to find out information on our podcast, again, go to our website, or you can just go to the Financial Guys anywhere on iTunes or anywhere else like that, and you'll find us. Um, but I want to start with Tesla. Um, you know, Tesla came out with a, a, I mean, as you expected, right? And you said, uh, you called this right on. You said, well, they came out with this this shiny object idea of, you know, don't look at the earnings. We're going to have a million taxis on the road. And then, of course, as, as you alluded to, they're, you know, have a horrible earnings. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's interesting with Elon Musk. And I give him credibility for being a visionary, right? He has been successful over the years. And if it wasn't for him and the threat by Tesla, maybe GM, Chrysler, and Ford wouldn't be pushing so hard on electric vehicles. So, mm-hmm. you know, true. My, yeah. to him. But on the other hand, he really is the PT uh, Barnum of our time. <laughs> it really is truly amazing what he's been able to accomplish as far as grabbing taxpayer money. No doubt about it. And so the company just lost uh, last quarter, just announced a few days ago, another $700 million. And their cash balance between uh, Christmas and the end of March went down by a billion five. Wow. Just a couple of quarters of cash left. And, yeah, that's problematic. You know, I'd like to see them, if you were to be a fan, which I'm not, you know, um, be successful with their Model 3 automobile before they go on to their next venture, which wouldn't be very well funded. They're talking about auto insurance, and they're talking about robo-taxis. And again, like you said, Glenn, a a shiny object to distract all of us from the problem that's getting worse and worse with their... It seems like he's been great at that, to be honest with you. I mean, every single time we hear about warehouses with builds up of a buildup of all kinds of products, and now we're hearing about not being able to, to you know, actually distribute and deliver some of the cars. They can't do anything really well, it seems, but yet every time they shift to something else. Like, well, you know what? Yeah, we can't deliver those cars, but let's not fix that problem. Let's just, you know, move on to something else. And boy, they're burning through cash like crazy. It just seems like forever that... That cash never ended for them, but to me, it seems like it's it's, it's running out, running out. Yeah, and they're going to have to do a big uh, uh, equity raise or bond raise. Uh, the problem is, you know, when you have such poor financial results, you might be able to raise money, and if you do, it's going to be very expensive money. Yeah, which, uh, burdens their balance sheet even more. I mean, if they were to issue bonds, these would be uh, junk bonds with maybe uh, double-digit yields, which would be very expensive to pay the interest expense. You know, Paul, we've been talking about, um, you know, Tesla and, and two, you know, $300, 250 a share, 280 whatever it is today. You know, and, and, this, and we've talked about this in the past. I just don't get it, right? I don't understand how Wall Street supports that stock price. I mean, and you said this on Wednesday when you were on Squawk Box on CNBC that you think this potentially could be the year that they run out of money, right? It's that they may implode. I, I think I think it's long past due. I totally agree with you on that. And, you know, one of the reasons, and uh, Glenn, you and I have talked about this before, is one of the reasons that Wall Street supports it is this company has such a voracious demand for capital. And so they make the investment bankers on Wall Street very happy. Right. And so they're going to ignore what their research analyst says, and they're going to uh, go to the investment banking fees. And so they're actually a very good customer for Wall Street, and so that's why they support them. Paul, yeah, no doubt. Paul, you've been known as a tech analyst, but I'm going to shift here a little bit. Are there certain sectors that you, that you like right now? 
Yeah, and I was listening to your uh, program about uh, Bernie Sanders at all, and I'll tell you something. You know, I always try to be honest with people. Right now, I'm actually not very bullish on my core sector technology because it's pretty expensive. The mutual fund that I manage is already up 30% in this year. We're only in uh, April. So uh, what I think is interesting is, and this dovetails with the uh, discussion before the break, is that uh, some of these healthcare companies are posting pretty good uh, fundamentals, yet the threat, which I don't think is a possibility in the end, of Medicare for all, a total political phenomenon, not a business uh, fundamental phenomenon, has rocked these stocks. And I think maybe my best idea right now are some of these health insurance companies and not tech companies at all. It's funny you were in. Uh, we we had the. Uh, I mean, we talked all the time here uh, one of, on our investment committee. But you were in Las Vegas, and you said, you know, one of the things I'm known to be a tech guy because that's what I did years ago. But really, I'm a value guy. I'm right. always looking for value, right? And you know, it comes back at some point. These companies always come back, as we're seeing with Tesla now. Hey, do you actually have a good product, and do you make money, right? Yeah, like United Health, for example, the UNH just announced results, much better than expectation, and the street collaborated on the results. I don't really understand it, but you know, it's just all of this uh, media about uh, the possibility of Medicare for all. And if you're like me and think that is a super remote possibility, uh, then man, some of these uh, healthcare stocks, including UNH, are really interesting to me. Great combinations of growth and value. Yeah. And yeah. uh, just to throw the disclaimer out there, obviously diversification, do your research, you know, make sure that that's, you know, some of the stuff we're talking about may or may not fit in your overall portfolio, right. but just trying to give you ideas as to what, you know, we've been saying this for a while, we're bringing Wall Street to Main Street, Wall Street to Buffalo, New York. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Paul, let's talk economics for just a second here. You know, we had uh, the GDP report that came out yesterday, 3.2%, which was quite a surprise over the 25 that they expected. Do you see that economic growth continuing uh, for the, the the remainder of this year? And I'm not necessarily the stock market growth, but just the economic conditions, because a lot of economists have been out there talking about, you know, slowdown, recession later this year, sometime in 2020. Is that wishful thinking, or I mean, where do you see the economy going for the rest of this year? So I don't know about 2020, but for the rest of this year, uh, I, I was a little bit surprised at how strong the economy was in the just reported first quarter. But, uh, you know, I think it might sag a little bit. When I say sag, that means it goes from 3.2%, which is pretty robust, to maybe 2-ish. Hmm. That still is a hell of a lot better growth than you get in almost any other developed market on the planet Earth. Yeah, it's funny because you see these economists and, and many of them just say, well, we, we have to have a recession just because. Right. <laughs> because it's been so long. Yeah. But I think one of the things that well, I've been looking at is, but the damage that was done during that last recession, and it was massive, right? I mean, you're talking about Bear Stearns, General Motors going bankrupt, you know, basically Merrill Lynch going bankrupt, saved by us, the taxpayers, right? Uh, massive damage, but we didn't have the explosive growth that we normally would coming out of most recessions, you know? When you look back historically, you say, well, seven, eight years later, yeah, we're back into another recession, but we had explosive growth. Right. We really didn't have that. No, we had stock market growth, but not so much economic yeah. activity. 
Um, but so just back to stocks for a second, Paul. You know, we had a number of earnings this week, right? All kinds of companies reporting earnings. Some good, as we mentioned with Tesla, some ugly. Uh, what, what's your overall feel now that we're, we're back in the earnings season? I mean, are, are we, you know, are you are you pleased with what you're seeing as far as the the earnings go and backing up the valuations, or are, are there pockets of concern that you have? I still have pockets of concern, but uh, just like the economic uh, print for the quarter of 3.2 percent, uh, the earnings that had been listened to, and at about this point, we've probably had about half of the S&P 500 announce their earnings. I have been not uh, shocked but uh, at least modestly, positively surprised. Mm-hmm. Actually, I thought it was going to be worse. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you look at the market, uh, let's say over the rolling 12 months, it's been the Fed and trade. <laughs> it's funny because um, now you're on CNBC quite a bit once a week, but I feel like when I turn on CNBC, about 50% of the content is either the Fed or trade. Yeah, Fed or trade. Um, you know, where do you see the Fed over the next 12 months? So the way I look at the Fed is, uh, you know, Powell did a, a reverse and said that you know, we probably won't raise rates uh, the balance of this year. You know, if you continue to uh, surprise economically on the upside like we did in the first quarter, unfortunately, he might uh, get a little worried and reverse that and start talking again about raising rates. But um, I, I think you'd have to have a few more quarters of above plan growth for that to happen. In the meantime, it's a pretty benign environment. Right. Uh, earnings aren't growing as fast in 19 as they did in 18, because in 18 we got the uh, the Trump tax boost. Uh, but they're also not collapsing, growing at a modest pace. Um, yeah, I think it's not a, a great time for investing, but it's pretty solid. Hmm. You know, I'm, uh, modestly bullish, not screamingly bullish, but just modestly bullish. I, I definitely don't expect any kind of uh, uh, major um catastrophe in the markets or in the economy terrific one last real quick question for you on uh, we got about a minute here before we got to go but uh, microsoft reported this week better than expected do you see their their rise continuing it's a extensive stock but they uh, really have become the go-to in the public cloud software market with amazon which is amazon web services and so i think you know you don't really look at Microsoft as a uh, PC software company and more. What you do is you uh, beeline when they announce the results to their cloud business, and that business continues to grow for both Microsoft and Amazon at a impressive rate. And so the way I look at it, until that turns over, uh, they're probably not screaming buys because they're expensive stocks, but you just hold them. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you next week in, uh, in South Florida. Yes, sir. All right, safe travels to you. Thank you so much. That is uh, Chartered Financial Analyst Paul Meeks, member of our Investment Committee for Independent Solutions Wealth Management. Uh, he was on our podcast this week. If you want to go back and listen to that, you can get that on the uh, Apple iTunes Store or the uh, uh, what's it? The, what's the uh, Google thing? Droid. Droid. Yeah, yeah. Droid. Thank uh, you. Uh, let me brag for a second. <laughs> I continue to say this. You know, uh, Paul's our Investment Committee, bringing Wall Street to Main Street. And I'm going to brag a little bit. There's not too many firms in Western New York, if any, that I know of that have somebody on CNBC every week and access to them. So a uh, huge asset to our team. Or South Florida, for that matter. Yeah. Two CFAs, two mutual fund managers. Paul, of course, manages the wireless fund, W-I-R-E-X. If you want to check that out as well. And check out, again, our our, our, our website at financialguys.com. All right, whole another hour to go. Those listening in South Florida, if you want to continue to listen, go to the radio.com app and pull up WBEN. Financial Guys, we'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN.
The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. The Financial Guys shock the system. It's time to talk money. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, hour number two here. Financial Guys live in studio. News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, we're going to take more of your calls and questions throughout this hour. We will get to these candidates' biggest idea for the economy. We got a little bit sidetracked on that first hour. Uh, but I do want to get to uh, to get to this because some of these are it's just we should we definitely should play the Kathy Hochul interview. Oh by the way, yes, again. yes, yes! We I'll find really that do too. That. that deserves. I gotta a, find that. Yeah. That deserves a second play there. Absolutely, no doubt about it. So if you want to join us, of course, eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty is the free call in the cell one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. If you want to join us and you're outside the area, uh, getting you know calls and texts from uh, several from sometimes all over the country, Toronto, yeah, thousands Texas. of people actually listening online from all over the country. That's cool. They've relocated because of the weather. They got out of Buffalo. That was the only reason. So, the only reason. Uh, but uh, yeah, not do a tax. Thank you for listening online, and yeah. uh, you can listen to our our website as well. Yeah, appreciate it. So anyway, if you want to join us here, eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty, and if you want to text us, the text line is open at three zero nine three zero. That's thirty nine thirty. Uh, we had Paul Meeks on. If you missed it in the last segment, Paul is a chartered financial analyst. He is well known on Wall Street as being, uh, you know, one of the most uh, ex- the foremost experts when it comes to technology. So typically, when technology stocks are reporting or there's something going on in tech news, you will see Paul oftentimes on Squawk Box in the morning. He was on this past Wednesday. And uh, we had an interv- opportunity to follow up with him after that interview on our podcast. So uh, check that out along with all of our social media stuff. And uh, you can find all that information on our website at financialguys.com. Bringing uh, Wall Street to Main Street, bringing Wall Street to Buffalo, New York. And I tell you what, uh, make sure you sign up for some of our breakout sessions because, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anybody in Western New York that has chartered financial analysts that are continuously educating you. May 18th, if you're a veteran, we will be doing our radio show live from our office and uh, noon at 12 o'clock and a 2 o'clock breakout for veterans. Stop by, hang out. You're going to learn about, you know, some of the discounts you're eligible for, some of the estate planning tools you're eligible for. So uh, we thank you for your service and uh, make sure you register. 633-1515. Even if you can come by for an hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is, but you got to register. 633-1515. And our certified Social Security Claiming Strategist, uh, Ron Reinstein, Mike Hayflick, May 8th in our office, uh, 6 o'clock workshop there. So if you're retiring 
and you want to learn more about uh, Social Security and how to maximize that, 633-1515. We are also going to bring Paul to Buffalo at some point as well. He actually is out of uh, Washington, so we will be flying him in sometime probably late June. Uh, doing a, uh, a kind of a client group review so that uh, we can do an overall review with our clients, talk about the investment portfolios. You know, on the investment committee, not only does he manage stock portfolios, but he also provides a lot of input along with John Thur, along with Dan Neiman, who, of course, is our chief investment officer and manager of the Neiman Funds. Uh, and, you know, we do a lot of asset allocation stuff, talk about the economy, and, um, you know, we release some of that stuff sometimes out to our advisors, sometimes out to the public. And, but he will be coming to Buffalo, so if, if you want information on that, again, go to our website. In a couple weeks from now, financialguys.com. Uh, let's go to the phones, actually. We have a, a special guest. I want to plug a, a charity for a family services here. We have Morgan Schumacher on the line. Morgan, thank you so much for spending some time with us on a Saturday yeah, afternoon. Morgan is from GA Family Services Foster Care Program, and unfortunately there is a number of children here in Erie County that need homes. So, uh, Morgan, thank you so much for tuning in. Or- calling it. Thanks for having me. You got it. So what does your agency do? So we offer programs for at-risk children and families, uh, obviously with the goal of keeping families together. Uh, my role within the agency is to certify and train prospective families and foster parents. So why, why is there a need for foster parents here in Erie County? So in Erie County alone, there are hundreds of children that are in foster care, um, ranging from infants, uh, large sibling sets, uh, children with special needs, all the way up until the age of 21. And every single day we get so many referrals of children um, and their siblings coming into foster care, and there are just not enough homes. What is the process? So we, you have to be 21 or the age of older. Um, you pass a background check. Um, we do a lot of safety checks, things like that, of course, adhering to New York State. Um, but then we, uh, you would call us, ask us any questions that you have, of course, and then we want to move forward in the process. We would set up a home visit with our families, get to know you guys, um, so you can also get to know our agency. And then we do, we offer an 11-week certification training program. Hmm. You get to learn the process of foster care, reasons why children are coming into care, and then at the same time, we're kind of getting to know you and your family to ensure successful outcomes and make good matches for children coming in. Now, my sister is a foster <laughs> mom and, and my brother-in-law, as you know, but uh, maybe you can just share with folks what's the most rewarding part about being a foster parent. Yes, for sure. Um, first of all, I love your sister. She's a wonderful foster parent. <laughs> um, she, I know she gets all her good qualities from me. <laughs> she, a lot of our families. Morgan didn't find that funny, no? <laughs> Glenn laughed. That's I right. Laughed. I found you. <laughs> Morgan's like, I met you, Mike. No, no, she didn't. No, no. <laughs> um, Sorry. A lot of our families share that um, the experience is not only beneficial for um, the foster child coming into their home, but for their own biological children or their extended family. Just because you're exposing somebody to a completely different process and something that a lot of people kind of already have their preconceived notions of and don't really know a lot about foster care and just you're constantly knowing that you're making a difference in the life of a child and you're building connections within their community and with your in your own community and kind of getting to getting to know what's out there and understanding a little bit more about these children and about the situations that they have gone through and trauma and you're also bringing that into your own family's values and perspectives so i think all all in all, it's making a difference for every single person, and everybody is infected, affect, and affected positively. 
Yeah, what's what? Uh, tell, share with everybody some of the upcoming events you have and phone numbers so they can reach you if uh, if they want to get involved. Yeah, um, we have our Facebook page, GA Family Services Foster Care. Um, our agency phone number where you can call and talk to me, ask me any questions that you may have is 716-668-0490. And then, of course, our website, gafamilyservices.org. But May, the month of May is National Foster Care Month. So we do an annual foster parent appreciation dinner. Um, we have May 19th. We're doing a carnival down at our Jamestown office. And then we have training classes beginning in June. So definitely give us a call, ask questions. We can come out and set up a date for a home visit so we can kind of get the process started. Six six eight zero four nine zero, right? Yep. Okay, awesome. Thank right. you so much. Morgan, thank you so us. much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All right, take care. All right, 803-0930-STAR-930. Let's take a very short break here. We'll come back. We'll get right into... Uh, the calls and questions, but I do want to get also into this uh, Quartz article on the biggest ideas for the economy from the Democrat lineup of candidates. And we'll start with uh, Kristen Gillibrand, who is our very own <laughs> illustrious senator of New York State. I'm looking at a picture of she's like, where's the, there's no birthday party Yay! here for me. Where's the fire truck? Yeah, so, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, her biggest idea is is a, is a real winner, a uh, real winner. And, uh, but they get better. As they I'm progress. sure it'll spur a lot of economic growth. Let no me doubt. Tell you. This is, if this is their biggest, this is her biggest idea for the economy, when we talk about being economically uh, illiterate, yeah. Yeah. this is a great example. Zero we'll talk logic. about this week. Zero back. logic. I'll also yeah. find the interview with uh, Kathy Hochul from Channel 2. We'll play that again as well. I'll look that up over the break. Uh, but again, if you want to join us, 803-930 and star 930. If you want to join us on the text line, if you want to text us, 30930-3930. We've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lummis. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back, Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Thanks for tuning in on a Saturday afternoon here. And uh, if you want to join us again, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. And let's go, uh, let's jump into, uh, before we get to the um, the uh, the audio clip here of the Channel 2 interview with Kathy Hochul, which I'll probably play in a little bit. Let's go to... Talk about this Quartz article, which I can't see. I will play it after the next break. Yeah, so this this was a article that just wanted to kind of go over the 2020 Democrat presidential candidates. It was your guide to, and it wasn't supposed to be not bashing anybody or it's really uh, not political. Learning a little bit about it's what just, their agenda is, yeah. and, you know, what they're trying to accomplish, and what they're going to run on. So, Kirsten, Kirsten Gillibrand, former corporate lawyer, because boy, we could sure use another one of those in Washington. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives her money? Law firms and Wall Street institutions. Go figure. Oh, she right? should be big on court <clears throat> reform, huh? That's right. <laughs> Here's the best part, though. Biggest idea for the economy. Biggest. Let's see. Biggest idea. So you're thinking, so what's so, your best idea not, to get this economy moving? No, 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 think about this. A big economy, right? You're not, you're not running a lemonade stand. Yep. Big economy. Trillions of dollars, right? Got to yep. stimulate it. Got to get economic growth going. Now, remember... Uh, Barack Hussein Obama said no magic wand, impossible to grow the economy over 3%. Uh, apparently Trump found the magic wand. <laughs> it was actually not abusing the people that actually make money yep. and returning some of the money back to the corporations that actually produce things. 
That's right. Yeah. Uh, so what's so, so, her, so, her genius idea? Some big economic ideas. You know, you could think of maybe tax cuts or, or you know, you know, maybe tort reform. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's uh, maybe uh, regulation. Right? Maybe it's yeah. a shrinking size of government. Sure. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's you know providing you know more competition in healthcare is one of those big costs. Yeah. No, no, no solutions. Here's what her thoughts are. Gillibrand has been pushing the U.S. to require that companies adopt a universal paid parental leave policy. Well, there you go. That'll help. All oh, that how so oh. it's getting people out of the workforce. Yes. Getting yes. Them, getting I, giving them paid time off. That's well, it. You know, like that's um, it. that'll stimulate yeah. this economy. So, like, uh, was that, it Pelosi? That that'll get the the thirty percent unemployment rates in the black community in the city of yeah. Buffalo back on track to absolutely. You know, you know, to where the rest of the country is, which is at four yep. or five. That's, that's right. It. That's, that's it. Because that, you know what, genius for, for us. As, a, as an employer, genius. That's you know, better. That's better than getting rid of plastic bags. Absolutely. That just that that no is doubt. that is genius. That that. Why did I think of that? That tops the traffic ticket relief act. You know, <laughs> we're going to be able to really expand our business if we have more of our employees that are out not working. That is. Right? I, I, and look, I, no. Look, here's the shoots thing. Shoots right up to the top. <clears> there. Be- shoots right up to the top. Before you before you send a nasty uh, email or something foolish, just so everybody knows, we've had a number. Of pregnancies, not us, but our employees, right? Um, we've had a lot of families grow at our firm. We're very proud of that. Yep. You know, Sue and Lynn yep. and so many others, yep. Andrea. And, and guess what? In every single case, we just kept paying them. We didn't put yep. them on disability. Yep. We didn't we cut were, their pay. We were, by the way, blessed enough to be in business long enough yes. to be able to do that. That's right. We have many and we clients. We didn't have to be forced to. We have many clients that are not in that type of position. The, sure. You know, they they don't have the resources right. to train somebody new, yep. right? So, you know, yeah. if you're if you're a small firm and you've got a couple of employees, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, what do you call it? Pregnancy leave is one thing. What do they call that? If I get my brain is a like paid right. leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah maternity. Whatever. Maternity. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Maternity leave is is fine. That's okay. But you're now what she's talking about is getting into what New York has already done, basically, and allowed you know the the father time leave and things like that and. Which again, you know, that's called in my world vacation time. Right. Like if you have two weeks vacation, which in our firm you get in the second year, when you have a baby, take off two weeks. Sure. If you want a third week off, right. go right ahead. You've got five days of sick time. Yep. Take three weeks off yep. if you like to. Yeah. But to take off like eight weeks to two yeah. months. See, in her world, never actually running a business. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, she thinks no there's problem. like a separate money tree in the yeah. backyard of every corporation or company. Uh, to be able to just say, oh yeah, we'll just pull it off the money tree. Oh, oh no, train yeah. somebody, no problem. Yeah. Bring them in for five. As long as it's not their weeks. money. No yeah. So that's that's yeah. that's her biggest. That's idea. her giveaway. Okay, it was a giveaway. That's it does her it does idea. put her up, you know, to closer to the top. Look at this is all about who can out Santa Claus. Who? Not a bad idea. How about this guy, the mayor of Myanmar, Florida, and construction company owner? Uh, okay, he launched an exploratory committee. He's not actually in the race. Hasn't really announced yet. Although he does have a campaign intro video, uh, Wayne Massam, Mas- I don't know how to pronounce that. Massam, Massam. Uh, apparently, he's a former NFL football player. Did not know okay. that. Um, well, he's a business owner, and that party cool. that probably does just get him right out of the yeah, picture. Yeah. Well, so. here's the downside. He's proposing canceling the U.S.'s 1.5 trillion in student debt, calling it a moral issue and a hurdle that prevents economic mobility in the country. Oh, just wipe it out. He would also like to rescind Trump's tax cut and on corporations. Of course he would. Yeah. Yeah. The very thing that, that now has us growing in excess of 3% as reported yes. the other day by GDP numbers. Uh, That's right. Wow. So he just wants to wipe out that. When it comes to... Just wipe it out? Just wipe it out. Just just done. Like, yeah. okay. Well, so, that's what Bernie wants to do, so, too. So, how is, I, I, so I, is Elizabeth Warren, so by the way. Like, so let's say you decided to do the 
financially responsible thing. He said, I'm going to go to the University of Buffalo because yep. it's more affordable, and I want to sure. go to the University of XYZ, which is five times as much. We walk out with the same degree. Do I get all of my debt wiped out and you get all your debt wiped out? Or do, I do, do you get attacked? Do you get a refund? That- How about this? How about the kid that just graduated this year that worked his way through college? That's paid off all the student <laughs> debt, right? You know, you want to talk about moral issues. Yes. Let me tell you what's morally wrong. And that is, you know, look, if here's the sad thing when it comes to universities, okay? First of all, if you let your child rack up $200,000 of student debt for a sociology degree, right. shame, on, shame you. on you as a parent. Right. Right? Shame you on you as a parent. It. I mean, right. there's certain things you can't do, right? A good child gets to a certain age, can do what they got to do. Yeah. You co-side for that loan, have right. a conversation shame with them, on you. please. But even worse to me, even worse, because some of these kids are going to college for the first time. Some of these kids, and which is awesome, are the first in their family to be able to go to college. So their parents may not have the experience of what college debt will do and what the cost of it is. But you guidance counselors yes. at the universities mm. sure as hell know what the deal is, yeah, guys. Yeah, you do. And girls. Come you on. Do. If you've got a kid that's going for speech pathology right. at an $80,000 university, might, might can you just a, pull the kid aside conversation. and just give him an economics lesson about paying that back? <laughs> oh, I see. But it's not about the welfare <laughs> of the kids, yeah. is it? No. It's about big hey, business. Hey, Billy. This debt might ruin your life. Sad. Just sad. This might put you behind forever. Aren't you supposed to be guiding these kids? Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be guiding these kids? Uh, I mean, can nobody pull these kids aside and say, listen, you know, Susie, look, I, I know your heart's in the right place. Right. But you're on your third master's degree for a job that has a top-end salary of $60,000 a year. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. After 25 years. You've ranked up $150,000 already in student debt, and the chances are you're never going to pay this off. Nobody has that conversation with these kids. No. They don't care. None. You know what they say is, you know what? No problem. You qualified we'll for the loan. find you more money. Or you That's qualified right. for the loan. Good yes. for you. The grant. You won. Uh, you won. <laughs> you, you won. won. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's just uh, the moral issue is is that. That's yes. the moral issue. So that, anyway, that's his plan. Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan, let's see, years in politics, 15 years. He's 45 years old. He spent the eight terms during his eight terms in Congress. Is he old enough for eight? I guess 16 years. Native Ohioan. I actually like this guy better than, as far as the rest of the candidates go. His big idea is talked about creating jobs in electric vehicle manufacturing and other green industries. He's pro-business and pro-fracking and cautions Democrats against moving too far to the left. Oh, oh, pro-fracking? Yeah. Uh Oh, he's gone. (laughs) He's He's gone. gone. He won't even make the stage. (laughs) You know what what I like about this guy is that, although I'm not a big fan of his green energy stuff, here's his quote. We can't green the economy without the power of the free market system. And he's right about that. He is absolutely right about that. He's right about it. And we're okay with that. Because, by the way, most conservative people want a nice, clean place, but we understand that we're not the problem, right? Free market capitalism is not what's making the world dirty. Right. It's China. It's China. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's communism that's making the world dirty. Yeah, that's right. Uh, who else we got? We got Eric Stalwell. This is the guy who likes to shoot his mouth off on Twitter. He's got no shot in a snowball's chance, and you know where. His big idea, expanding access to college by providing interest-free federal loans. There you go. You'll love this one, though, There Mark. you go. You'll love this one. That, you, that'll really control the cost of a college. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> oh, by the way, you, not, not, not only we will give you whatever money you want, it's interest-free. But you he, just take it. But, Mike, you, That should really incentivize somebody like a Syracuse University to keep the cost down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets better, though. 
He wants to allow employers to make tax-free contributions to pay off their employee student debt. Oh, there you go. Oh, lucky us. <laughs> lucky, lucky us. us. Lucky us. Perfect. Tax-free. Tax-free tax free. contribution. You get your tax-free loan, uh. then join the financial guys, and we'll pay off your student debt. No <laughs> chance. No chance. Tax-free or not, Yeah. I, I sorry, but that's- What, what is you know. so tax-free about that? So if I'm gonna, if I'm the employer, what do I? What, is, what do I? Apparently, it's like a Roth IRA. You know, you get. You so can, you I can, can put money in. You can pay off their student loans, and then you don't have to pay tax on that money. It's like pre-tax, I guess. So okay. It's like funding a four hundred one k, except you're paying off one of your employees' student loans. Ah, okay. Yeah. No. How, no. No how idea. How about work. somebody starts a corporation, works their butt off, yeah. and they want to. St- they want to fund their own retirement. Well, that should certainly drive yeah. economic growth. Yeah, that would I'm be. I'm sure that'll spur that's things. That's a stimulus. Yeah, that'll this spur really things creative right thinking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And here's another one. Not, uh, not, by the way, not one, not one, not one of these ideas actually comes back to creating jobs. No, right? think about this. Not creating one, actual jobs. Not one of these ideas, not, not only does it not talk about creating actual jobs, but none of these ideas from the liberals talk about giving us our own money back. Right. It talks about taking our money and giving it to others. Yes. Right? Our money and giving it to uh, students in college. It, our money and giving it to uh, babies that are born. We'll not, get back to Cory Booker in a second. Not, not even. How, how, how about this? How about creating, you know, where the demand is right now? Welding, plumbers, electricians, right? Yep. Maybe if there was some infrastructure to say, hey, we're going to go back to some trade schools. That's what we're going to focus on. Yep. All right. None of that. None of it. None of it is jobs, jobs, jobs. It's all about free handouts and giveaways. That's right. It's all about Santa Claus. All right. 803-0930-STAR-930. We'll get more back to this. We are, we'll get more of this when we come back on the other side of the break. And we'll also play the uh, Kathy Hochul clip with her, uh, her masterful interview with Channel 2. Financial Guys on WBEN will be right back. All right, welcome back at the Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. I guess Pat Burke's not calling in today. <laughs> uh, oh, I will leave the invite open, hope he, Pat. Hope he's, hope he's not downtown trying to getting a traffic ticket. Uh, I'll track you down. We'll ask you questions when we, wherever we find you. We so, will, yes. Anyway. The traffic ticket relief. Uh, we are, by the way, uh, going to be staffing up for this. We are going to be sending out our own people on the street, like our own Jesse Waters, to go out there and start talking to college students, start tracking down these politicians that love to hide, like Sean Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even Brian Higgins, although he's really tough to find. Brian Higgins is like uh, he's like a unicorn, right? It's like a mythical thing where we think he exists, but we've never actually seen him in real life. You know, I've seen him on TV at all the ribbon cutting ceremonies, but not really, not really in real, real. life. <clears throat> this is a good uh, a good uh, text. Pulling cars, by the way, as well, and we are going to track Open him down in the SUVs that he's being driven around oh, town. Yeah. In. And I'm still stuff. looking for the the maniac who dropped those packages off at the that's right building. running around. And town. apparently, somebody dropped something off at his house. Yep. Um, you know, I, I I want I want the camera footage. I know there's hundreds of cameras in the building he works for. Yeah, never. I want that footage because I'm nervous. He dropped there that like a, a hot potato. There is a crazy person on the loose in county who dropped off a package that he demanded 24-hour security around him, and, uh, and he got it. I want to know who that crazy person is. I want to help you, Mark, with the financial guys that are here to help you. This is not us being nasty. This is me worried about your safety. I want you to release the video of who dropped that package off so we can go find those per- that person. All right. Ay, ay, ay. All right, 803 on Star 930. Uh, Pete Buttigieg? I, guess? Sure. I don't know how to pronounce this. He's, sure. he's a 
they make sure they make a note of it. He's a gay Democrat mayor in South Bend, okay. which is a conservative Republican stronghold. Okay. okay. Here's his plan, though. I love these, these guys. Biggest idea for the economy. Increase public protections of jobs and benefits to make the employment market more dynamic without the fear of personal debt tied to college loans and medical bills. So he wants to give away, basically wipe out college that, and uh, and he wants to give away health care, too. Well, it's, I think well, that's, good. I, that's if, a one-upper. If I that's read, a one-upper. Well, if I read into this, though, increase public protections. You mean like uh, New York State is not a right-to-work state? Like that? <laughs> like forcing people to join unions? Like right. that kind of public protections? That's well, the dynamic. I love that. We're at 3.8% unemployment. Right. Do we need this? No, <laughs> we don't. First time in U.S. history, by the way, more job openings than people applying Who for. Who are these people? Huge part of it, by the way. You know, 40 million people still on welfare. This guy, Seth Moulton, congressman from Massachusetts, Democrat, five years in politics, biggest idea for the economy, backing the Green New Deal. There you go. As a genesis of go. new green jobs. So how is he going Genius. to campaign? On a horse? I guess. <laughs> He's going to get a cowboy hat and a horse and ride across the country? Yep. Hit the Beto O'Rourke, by the way. He wanted to oh, break yeah. up companies, monopolies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Beto Which, just wants to, to yeah. uh, go after antitrust Beto, investigation. How, 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 yeah, that didn't how, crash the market in 2000. Here's, here's who no. we break up, by the way. We break up Facebook. That's who we break up. Yeah. We break up the liberal companies who are uh, yeah, colluding controlling and, the media. And, and taking down yeah. uh, you know conservatives and now, things like that. Yeah. I don't know if you have Elizabeth Warren up there, but but this was classic, folks. So Elizabeth Warren, I can As we're here. going through this yesterday, her proposal, by the way, was a wealth tax. Oh, yes. 2% there it is. on everything over $50 million. Yeah, go figure. And Glenn and I thought, boy, 50, that's a nice round number, yeah. 50 million. How did she come like, up with that, Mike? How did she come up with yeah. 50 million? Thinking, you know, why, why not 10 million? Why not 5 million? I mean, I would think somebody could live pretty comfortably with $10 million. Why $50 million? Well, when we did the research, lo and behold, I know you're going to be shocked by this, folks. Her net worth is $18 billion, Or $18 million. Sorry. $18 million. $18 million. So... I, I'm impressed by this, though. I'm impressed by it because most of these liberals set the bar just above yeah, their wealth. Like 20, just above their wealth. Like 20 million. This, she's a visionary. She, she is. She's sticking ahead. Elizabeth is a visionary. Yeah, what she's thinking view. is, look at I'm at 18 million. <laughs> it's not going to kick into 50. If the Trump economy continues, right. I'm probably going to double my money over the next six, yeah. seven years. And I'll be right there. I'll be at 40, but I'll still have a little cushion. Yeah. Give yourself some I'll room still to grow. Have a and, if I, and if I win this thing, <laughs> even if rates are higher, I can do the Clinton-Obama thing, which is really ramp up the wealth, right? right? So although tax rates will be higher, that's when I'll see the net worth go from $40 million to $170 million. And I'll set up a nonprofit <laughs> corporation like the Clinton Foundation, and I'll get out of it anyways. That's right. Exactly. Easy peasy. Yeah, this is Did great. you see, going this back to her announcement, she probably had one of the best announcements ever when she opened the beer. Remember that? It was the most... Did you see that? <laughs> no. It was the mo you haven't seen that? No. Oh, my God. It's the most awkward thing ever. She's in her kitchen. She goes, oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. I think I will have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I oftentimes enjoy a cold beer because I'm just like one of you. <laughs> so, oh, look. Here's my husband. Uh, funny you stopped by, dear. Join me in this screenshot he so likes, we, too, can have a beer together. He likes because beer, too. He likes beer, too, because we're down-to-earth people that think just like you. <laughs> oh, the sure. $1,000 bottle of Chardonnay falls off the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. Uh, it was so pathetic. So good for you, Elizabeth, though. I love it. You're a visionary. <laughs> Unlike the Obamas who set the tax rates, uh, their income at the time was 250 They proposed yeah. like 260 yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So Good uh, for 
you, good for you yeah. to give yourself a little growth there. You know, don't don't set it at ten so you pay the higher taxes yeah. right away. Give yourself oh, some room to grow. Geez, she oh, also please. proposed a three percent on over one billion dollars, right. and so of course. Yep. Uh, she won't get there until she ends up, you know, winning and then runs the Clinton tour because their right. net worth is really exploding now, well over oh. hundred million dollars. Obama's, by the way, since leaving the White House, have re- impressive. By the way, your business model works. I mean, this is a business model that works. I mean, you look at two folks who, you know, had a net worth of a million or two, <laughs> yeah, and now they're at twenty or thirty just in a few years. Yep. I mean, no doubt. it really is. Uh, 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 Bernie Sanders. It's a business model yeah. that works. Yeah. There's dumb millionaires. It's immoral to run. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, It's immoral to have a, a millionaire senator. How many houses do they need? Yes. Uh, the, the tax the fourth house. The that's fourth right. house is not. Nobody needs four houses. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. You've got three. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, right. that's right. Yeah. That's uh, right. We're not. We're not taking uh, tax the fancy automobiles. Well, you've got a hundred forty thousand dollar Audi. Well, not the Audis. The Audis are. The Audis are uh, fine. And a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more <laughs> you would we need the tax luxury here's his biggest idea he'd like to make everything free that's yeah it. oh yeah that's, that's, right. that's, that's, that's his right. economic idea you pay for right? nothing nothing you that's pay it. for nothing that's it. yeah he's gonna pay for nothing. No, nobody he'd goes, like to make public nobody works <laughs> nobody works <laughs> listen to this he's his best ideas public college tuition free Increase Social Security benefits. Free. Yeah. Make America more union friendly. No, wait. He wants to increase Social Security benefits, but then tax it on the other side. That's right. That's right. Here's how he wants to pay for his... his Sanders has proposed paying for his tuition costs by taxing financial transactions and the Social Security expansion <laughs> that he just recommended. <laughs> this is perfect. This is the best economic thing ever. Yeah, no. here's, a, here's, a, here's, a, here's my economic growth plan for Western New York. Right. I'm going to walk around and hand out money, right. and then I'm going to tax the money that's handed out, right. and that should have New York State humming in no time. Explosive. Explosive Unreal. growth. Real. Explosive growth. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Wizards of Smart, let's uh, go to this. Uh, let's go to the Kathy Hochul thing because this is priceless. Yes. I don't want to run out of time because it's yeah, too no, good. This is too important. If you missed us yesterday on Sandy Beach, by the way, if you're just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Colonial Financial Guys. Oh, yeah. We do manage money for a living. 633-1515. Upcoming workshops. workshops. Say, plug the Certified workshops. Social Security Claiming Strategist, Ron Reinstein, and of course, Mike Hayflick, May 8th. If you're thinking about retiring, you must think Social Security. We have certified experts in our office. I can't tell you how important it is to work with certified folks. Uh, There's a lot of firms out there that say, well, we're going to do a Social Security workshop. Ask them, are you certified? We have certified experts May 8th, 633-1515. May 18th, if you're a veteran, I want you to stop by our office noon, 2 o'clock, two sessions. We're going to do the radio show live from there. We're going to have hats and giveaways and all kinds of good stuff. But, you know, uh, you veterans qualify for a lot of things that you deserve that you may not know about, tax breaks, things like that. You know, uh, make sure you stop by. Reserve your seat, though, 633-1515, May 18th. Just talk about Social Security for a second. You, you know, the certification is important because there's a lot of folks that, you know, if you want to go out and just find out what's the, how much can I get or should I, you know, when should I take it to maximize my benefit or, or whatever, you can go online and just do that. What we do is we kind of look at the whole picture. And I think that's super important, right? Because looking at one thing on its own doesn't paint the whole picture, right? Yep. You're just looking at one piece of the puzzle. You know, uh, Social Security is a tax-efficient uh, income source, right? That not 100% of Social Security is taxed. Sometimes none of it's taxed. And so it's very important to understand where your other income is going to come from. Do you have pensions? Do you have Roth IRAs? Are you going to be drawing from your IRAs that is taxable? And how do you combine uh, the mix of those income streams to minimize the amount of money you're paying to Uncle Sam and maximize the amount of money that's staying in your bank yeah. account and in your family? Yeah. That's 
the level that we're at using some sophisticated software, by the way, mm -hmm. that allows us to do this analysis because that's important. It would take us all day long by hand. And so very few people have access to this. Very few people are, are certified Social Security claiming strategists. So yeah, and as Mr. Mr. Apel always says, look, at, there's programs out there that will tell you, well, if you're going to yeah. die at this point. And but Michael, you can go online and do that. Michael, yeah, Michael always yeah. says, if she's played this, you know when you're going to die, huh? <laughs> That's right. good. Right. And, but, but Mike did all joking aside, Mike says, look, this is not about, it's not about when you're going to die. It's about the lifestyle you want to live. Right. That's the key. What is your lifestyle and how does it fit in? May 8th, these two experts will be in our office or always in our office, but they'll be there doing a work workshop. Uh, yeah, they are always. Yeah. Your office right next to yours. Yeah. 633-1515. And of course, May 18th, vet program. Look at if you're a vet, stop by. Stop by, spend an hour of your time. It's definitely 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock session. We'll be there doing the radio show live. And, uh, you know, definitely be worth your time to, you know, figure out what you qualify for. And, uh, again, 633-1515. All right. 803-930 on Star 930. John, we'll get to you in just a second. I do want to play this Tesla because it's too good not to. This was an interview. And, and again, hat, I was I got to say hats off to Channel 2. Uh, this this interview was done by Jeff uh, Prevel. Prevel. Yeah. Um, great job, Dave Jeff. McKinley's done some really good. Dave uh, McKinley is awesome as well. Yeah. He's he's really one of the few people out there it's asking like the a hard reporter, questions, like actually going out and asking yeah. questions. I love how yeah. he asked the question. That's the one that we got to get Dave back in the show. The way he the, his disarming way he asked the question, like, but really, I mean, <laughs> do we that, really need? Is that really, really a, sense? Is that, yeah, <laughs> just he's really good. I like him is a lot. Is that really so. how you're thinking? <laughs> exactly. All right, here is um, this is the interview with uh, Jeff Preval, Channel Two, with Kathy Hochul. We're going to start the rundown here at 530 with Tesla, which had some grim financials to report yesterday. Yeah, the company now says that it lost more than $700 million in the last few months and even more concerning solar panel installations. They continue to be down. Now, since we are the station that holds people in power accountable, Channel 2's Jeff Preval has tough questions for elected officials who are supporting Tesla. The headline in the Wall Street Journal will grab your attention. Tesla reported one of its worst losses on record, $700 million in the first few months of this year. So what happened? Declines in deliveries of the company's Model S and Model X cars and problems delivering Tesla's Model 3 abroad. This was the most uh, difficult logistics problem I've ever seen, and I've seen some some tough ones. But what should be most concerning to folks here in western New York, since solar panels are made at Riverbend, Tesla says solar panel installations have dropped more than 30 percent so far this year. Do you have any concerns about Tesla in its sustainability in the future? Certainly we're monitoring the situation, but I think what the taxpayers should be reassured to know is that we have very aggressive clawback provisions. The money that was spent on this facility, again, the money was not given to Tesla directly. The discussion about clawbacks and to be talking about that shows that things are not well, it seems. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that to those individuals who need to be reassured that the state was proactive at the very beginning of this project. They have 700 people working. They're required to hit 500. However, if by next April they do not achieve the goal of 1,460, which is the target, they will pay back the taxpayers of New York State $41 million. We still have a lot of faith in Tesla. Do you personally have concern, though, about that company and its future? Uh, again, I am hopeful that the company will do well. Uh, I think solar is important to the future of the planet. Uh, you know, Elon Musk is a very creative in individual. 
All right. I got I got to stop that there. I'm sorry. We, I had we to did, I had to mute our mics yes. because we can't help ourselves to comment throughout. So yes, we're commenting today, to each we other. We talked right over the whole clip. So <laughs> I, got, I got to go back on this stuff. Yeah. Byron, we uh, love you, buddy. Yes. We love you. You got to play this again. Oh, real. He's hopeful. He's hopeful. He, he's hopeful. Very hopeful. hopeful. We will do well. Well, uh, I think well. solar is important to the future of the planet. Could be. The sun could be say, a valuable asset. I would think. <laughs> wow. You are spot on, Byron. As yeah. usual, uh, solar no, is no very I... important. He doesn't know about it a lot, but he's hopeful. hopeful. He's hopeful, and he does know this, Mike, yep. that the sun yep. and solar very important to the planet. Uh, graduation rates, by the way, are like 28% very, of Buffalo. Very, <laughs> very important to the planet. You know, the Leadership matters. <clears throat> Leadership matters. The Kathy Hulk of things priceless. Oh, yeah. no, but it's okay. Aggressive clawback. No, we aggressive. have aggressive. Don't worry. What? But here's the thing. Are you, do we you just, think we'd be that stupid yeah, to no. sign the deal with Tesla? No. Would we be that dumb? We got this. <laughs> no, Howard Zemsky was all over this, guys, and he was made sure that we signed it with their subsidiary, Saliva. <laughs> Not so that it's totally insulated from the 100% parent company. Yeah, the company that, that lost $700 million so last for, quarter. For Byron and for Kathy, who are hopeful, let me just give you a reality check. We just had Paul Meeks on, yeah. chartered financial analyst, one of the top designations in the industry. He just talked about the fact that Tesla lost one point five billion. billion was their cash. actually they didn't billion. lose that. No, they, they that's lost seven hundred million. The cash. Their cash burn was one point five billion. B- 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 with a billion. B. Billion. I can tell you that at a one point five billion cash burn, they are out of business by Christmas mm. of this year. Well, that's yeah, but, my but here's the thing. It's a difficult time. He's uh, Elon Musk has never seen logistical problems like this. No. You're delivering automobiles. Brutal. You're not taking yes. a rocket to Mars. Right. You're delivering right. automobiles. Let yeah. me let you in a little secret. You know who does that pretty well? Wester, yeah. Basil, yeah. Chevy. Yeah. They GM, seem to Ford. deliver a car pretty well. They got right? it. General Motors, Ford, yeah. That seemed no to problem. deliver. What an absolute joke. No, and no. for her, shame on you, by the way. <laughs> These people need to be held accountable. Well, we got some aggressive clawbacks. We have 4% wow. of a bankrupt company. That's wow. what your aggressive clawback is? Yes. So don't be, wow. be so be rest assured, taxpayers. Yeah. That the 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 liberals in Albany yep. under the economic they have leadership the taxpayer at heart here, yes, folks. After, under the economic yes. leadership of Howard Zemsky and the economic genius of Kathy Hochul and uh, and Governor Como, <laughs> we have an aggressive clawback <laughs> Don't to get back four percent. The mayor is hopeful. The mayor's hopeful. <laughs> All he he know he's not sure about Tesla, but he's hopeful and he does know this. That solar is important. Is important to the planet. Yeah. Now there's about 500 wow. employees Gosh. there. The target is 1,400 and what 60? Yeah, did you by say next year. by next? Uh, yeah, yeah. With, with with solar panel demand being yeah. down 30, percent I would expect that they'll ramp up production any day yeah. now, Cass. Yeah. yeah, they should be. You know, th- they should well, have no problem doubling their the, workforce as the solar panel demand just. Don't worry though. I'm sure you and 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 King Coma will fix that yeah. with the next round of windmills and solar panels that, that you force off on everyone to buy. Yeah, right? maybe you can. Uh, maybe you can. Maybe Cuomo wow. can give back part of this 40 percent raise yeah. to help return some capital. 
capital right. to the taxpayer. Right. The saddest part about this is their the vision for Tesla on how to fix this is through automobile sales, which they can't logistically deliver, no. right? And they said there is no intentions of solar panels, right? No. And we did a show a long time ago no. about how inefficient and how ridiculous those roof panels were and the solar panels and the cost to do the, oh, well, look at the break even is 25 years, but they basically are gone and, you know, don't yeah, work they after lasted 18. 15. Yeah. <laughs> 15. yeah got a, they, Let me see. There was actually so, a whole thing on that. Yeah, imagine, and, uh, by, just think about this. If I told you this automobile will only last 15 years, but I want you to take out a 25-year loan on the car. That's right. That's what basically the saying. The town of Hamburg did that. Yeah, the they did. The town of Hamburg did that. Yeah. And they did the cost Although study. Well, it's not their out. money, right? No, it's a government agency. It was a taxpayer's money that sure. actually with the subsidies. But they looked at it like, well, our break even without the taxpayers, it, without, the, without the credits, is about 25 years. With the credits, it's about 14 years. But the but the life expectancy of the panels are only 15 years. <laughs> and most likely, they're not going to last more than 10. Right. So we just basically paid, I don't know how much money, taxpayer money, to equip these these rooftops with these solar panels that basically are going to be obsolete in 8 to 10 years or not working. And 15 years after that, 25 years out, we might actually get to a break-even. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why the free market actually works and why we say government handouts, government picking winners and losers, letting the free market do its own thing. If the free market does its own thing, nobody's in the solar panel well, business right I, now. And I wonder, you Outside know, of what's, what's so sad about this is people like Hochul, people like Higgins will not be held accountable no. for this, right? Andrew Cuomo, that, 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 that a warehouse space will be empty. It'll be vacant. It'll cost us hundreds of millions of dollars to refurbish that, to he do some raise. other stupid project, to give it to some other company that's, you know, they're going to pick their winners and losers and their buddies, right? People went to jail over this project, right? Yeah. Well, that's right. I should have gone to jail. I think, what are they like? Well, he's, he's all, yeah, he's right? in for like a year. Uh, it's, it's unreal, the economic stupidity out of this project, yet... None of these folks will be held accountable. No, None no. of them. None. The best case scenario for Western New York is that we turn this into the new convention center. No. Now, a very expensive convention center, mind you, <laughs> but at least we could maybe City use Buffalo, it. Three billion dollar convention center. Yeah, right. Center. All right, we gotta take a very short break. We'll I'll come back it's with got John. Got some manufacturing equipment in it. I don't know. <laughs> just, just put a towel over that. It'd be fine. All right, if you want to join us, for the last uh, probably ten minutes of the show, eight minutes of the show here, eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty. If you need us throughout the week, folks, if you think like us, use us as a resource. If you do want to come into our office for whether it be any of our TFG Academy, whether it be to come in for our, our uh, Social Security coming up on May 8th, or just to come in for a complimentary consultation to have your portfolio reviewed. We work as a team. We have a number of different investment professionals that focus on all different areas of finance. Most of them, in fact, all of them are certified in what they do. A chartered divorce financial analyst, chartered financial analyst, certified financial planners, certified uh, Social Security claiming strategist, and, and, and on and on it goes. So if you need us throughout the week, use us as a resource. Six three three one five one five again six three three fifteen fifteen. If you'd like to find out all the things we're talking about or access our podcast that we're doing throughout the week now, and also find out about our Facebook and Twitter and things like that, go to our website at financialguys.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FinGuys and uh, subscribe to our podcast as well. Very short break. We'll be right back here. The Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, News Radio nine thirty WBEN.
All right, welcome back. Financial Guys, last five minutes here, News Radio 930 WBEN. And again, if you need us throughout the week, folks, if you want to follow any of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're on everything, now on YouTube as well, and we're going to be rolling back out our TV show as well uh, in the next couple of months, so stay tuned for that. We have now rolled out the podcast. We just did this last weekly podcast. We did an interview with uh, our special guest, Paul Meeks. We've done interviews uh, with a number of different folks uh, since we started, and we'll continue to do that. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to the iTunes uh, Apple Store or go to the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Droid, whatever. Uh, or just go to our, fa- our uh, website, and you can find it there and subscribe at financialguys.com. Let's go to the phones and welcome John in Rochester, who's been very patiently waiting. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Doing great. Well, you, you know, you're talking about you're talking about Solar City, and mm-hmm. uh, even in their best estimations 1400 jobs that's over five hundred thousand dollars per job yeah oh no it's a joke and they're not even close to it yeah, not even close, not even close to it not 700 close. jobs it, what a, it was a waste of taxpayer money and everybody knew it it's it, he was trying to buy votes up here what a joke it's an absolute joke all they would need to do is just return people's money we've got great developers around here building wonderful buildings you know people that want to be entrepreneurs and grow give them back their own money it, it, Absolute joke. Unbelievable. You know, I heard. I'm sick. I, I'm I'm sick that we lost that money as taxpayers. I'm even sicker that we're not going to hold these people accountable. Nope. Kathy Hochul, shame on you. Brian Higgins, shame on you. Andrew Cuomo, shame on you. Well, I'll tell you. You know, I heard I heard some uh, statistic the other day. Uh, in the Middle Ages, the serfs were taxed at 25. <laughs> percent well, yeah, That's about right. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what we're heading towards. We're, I mean, that's this is why our country is so exceptional, because of what our founding fathers saw and what they tried to frame out with the Constitution and the framework that the government has set up with mm-hmm. the checks and balances. They were trying to prevent exactly the direction we're going, because, I mean, look at the property taxes in New York, right? I own 100 acres, right, and, and a home there as well. Do we, do we still have I, – I, do I ever really own it? Right. No. I mean, I can't just stop no. paying for it. It's never paid off. Right. No. No. We, we had a, it's never paid off. I'll give you an example. We had a client that moved from Cheek to Wagga to Tennessee a few years ago. And the taxes on their Cheek to Wagga property uh, were about 600 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. Cheek to Wagga is, I think, the, the <coughs> a month. most expensive, a month. Uh, you know, per you know, square foot in the in the state. Actually, I think it is. Right. House, a uh, little bit bigger square footage, not much, but slightly bigger square footage, Tennessee. Came within about two acres, so mm-hmm. a little little uh, footage, uh, a little little bit of property, mm-hmm. a beautifully landscaped community, right? Mm-hmm. Trees, you know, they didn't knock down every tree like they did in Cheektowaga, which you right. know to me is just awful. Uh, really planned out, right? Taxes went from six hundred bucks a month to about a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. Big difference. Same exact. <clears throat> Same exact size house, pretty much, yep. but newer. So you can't say, "Well, look at they bought this old house." No, right. no, no. So just, seven thousand to twelve hundred dollars, so, right. right? Just, just the problem. You're not talking state taxes. You're not talking no, no. inspecting your car. But you're that's talking- like serfdom, right? So yeah. you, as a, as a serf in the Middle Ages, you never owned the property. The, right. Everything, all the land, the property, the game yeah. on it, everything, right. the deer, the birds, huh. that was all owned by the king yeah. and the empire, right? So, that's like New York, right? The Empire State, right? You didn't really own that. And then they would stop by and say, okay, here, give us your 25% tax. Give us 25% of your chickens and 25% of your sheep and so on and so forth. And that's going to go pay the nobles and the royalty so that they can support their lifestyles. Yeah. 
where are we now? Wow. In the exact same position. So yeah. thank you so much and, for your call, John. And, We're out of time. And Appreciate the king, it. by the way, just gave himself a 40% raise. And the king raise. just gave himself a 40% raise. So yeah. good for you, King Como. All right, that's going to do it for us, folks. Again, thanks for the call, John. If you need us throughout the week, use us as a resource. Give us a call at the office, 633-1515, if you think like us. And if you have questions, if you want to hit our website, you can find all of our social media stuff there at financialguys.com. You can also find links to our podcast. You can find that on uh, iTunes, the Apple Store, and uh, the Apple iTunes Store, as well as uh, Droid and uh, several and other places as well. So. For those of you that tuned in today for two hours, and then we'll hit our Twitter account and say, shame on us. Thank we'll you for listening. And we'll see you next week. You help the ratings every week. <laughs> all right. Love financial you guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. We'll see you next week here on News Radio 930 WBEN.